0: Two on the Mike Calda Show. It's one on five The Bone. Asadam will be in the 8 o'clock hour. At exactly 8 o'clock, we'll give you an opportunity to win $1,000. Please pay attention to that. Uh, I got these yesterday. You want to see something cool? What'd you get? Uh, Mike Calda Show coasters. Oh, nice. At Ooh. first,
1: I thought it was a hockey puck.
0: No, I just uh, I got uh, coasters because everything gets warped in my desk because it's made of wood. So I actually have to use coasters in here. Um, those showed up yesterday. There you go. Uh, before we get into news, let me blow out a couple of uh, phone calls. Let's go to e Josh, Josh, who was out at uh, PDQ yesterday. What's up, Josh?
2: Hey, good morning, Mike. Um, I was the one with the Jurassic Park circle that came in.
0: Josh and I were able to sit there like two adults, have a conversation from two different points of view, and we left liking each other, which is what this country is lacking right now.
2: Yeah, it was uh, pretty amazing. Thanks for making a little time. I've never been to PDQ before. Listening to your show, I was able to come in, try the tenders, and I think it was absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, PDQ is, is no reason to blow smoke up people's ass. If we don't like some, we just won't talk about it. But PDQ makes some really fantastic fresh food. And uh, if you were, if, I'm glad that you tried it for the first time yesterday because sometimes people get used to what they like and and they don't realize that there's other stuff out there. So, and thank you also. Josh uh, is new to the show. He moved here from San Francisco and uh, he found yep. us and he's been listening. So I I appreciate that. and It was nice meeting you yesterday, buddy.
2: Yeah, likewise. Great show as always. Have a good thank, one.
0: Thank you, brother. Have a good day. See you. Yeah, uh, interesting, for a show that's been on as long as it is in this market, how many new listeners I I find that we're having every day.
1: Yeah, but you have a lot of people that are moving here, a lot of people that are, you know, relocating and doing different stuff. So yeah. people who... Hadn't necessarily been here, hadn't been like, who are they? I have no idea.
0: I'll take it. I'll take it, whoever it is. sure. Even if you didn't, even if you were intimidated by Galvin in the beginning, but you brought it back on. I mean,
1: if you're a garbage caller, you Uh, know. Oh, wow. I'm not doing anything. Oh, great. Interesting phone call, idiot. (laughs) I'm totally kidding, Amanda. Uh, She'll come to know and love me.
0: Uh, All right, let's check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. Galvin on the Mike Calta Show. I still can't believe
1: Geo didn't win Sporkle today. I was on a streak.
0: Uh, what do we have in news today, Gio?
1: Uh, today's news <laughs> is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Pelt has the best brands, over 150 of them, and going on right now for the whole month of September. Find your bargain at Pelt's. They have a ton of new shoes on clearance just for you, so make sure you stop in there, get the best deal. Stop into a Pelt's location near you for the perfect fit. You're going to whisper my name, Galvin Amanda <laughs> Galvin, for 10% off Pelt sh- a perfect fit. Yeah. Uh, so nobody was surprised yesterday when Andrew Gillum, who ran for governor in Florida uh, in 2018. Have been dogged by speculation surrounding his private life for months. The father of three was found intoxicated in Miami Beach Hotel uh, with two men in March. According to police reports, officers arrived on the scene in response to a possible drug overdose involving one of the men, Travis Dyson. Police say they impounded three small plastic bags containing suspected crystal meth, From the hotel room, Dyson, who is 30, uh, reputedly worked as a male escort. The third man, a 56-year-old guy named Aldo Mejas, told the New York Times that he and Dyson were longtime friends... But he did not know Gillum personally.
0: Uh, uh, you know Gillum. He was the guy who almost became governor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Appearing
1: on the Tamron Hall show that aired on Monday, Mr. Gillum publicly opened up about his sexuality this week for the first time. The former mayor of Tallahassee appeared on the show alongside his wife, who said her husband of 11 years has been upfront with her about his sexuality, but uh, here is what uh, Andrew Gillum... Well,
0: let me ask a question real quick. He, so he was on the Tamron Hall show, and earlier in the week they released some quotes from that. So, and would they hold back the bisexuality stuff? Well,
1: I think they kind of uh, teased it because at the end he says, I've never opened up about this publicly before, so I think they teased it okay. and held All that right. back. But here is uh, what he had to say on the show, and we have it on Bone TV. Here we go.
2: And to be very honest with you, when you didn't ask the question, um, you put it out there, is whether or not I identify as gay. And the answer is, I don't identify as gay, but I do identify as bisexual. And that is something that I have never shared publicly before.
0: So not gay, bisexual. Well, I, I will tell you that he said he's never shared it before, and I'm fine with that. It's really nobody's business. It's nobody's business his what
1: wife, he does. According to his wife, she knew.
0: Chino, and that's fine, and
1: that's their deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: they may lie, They may be into that, and she may be bisexual too. And they've been married. I said for what eleven years, so it seems to be yeah. working for them. So it doesn't matter uh, that he's bisexual. It matters that he was on the floor <laughs> in a hotel room with a bunch of guys who were OD, and that's the that's the part that got him in trouble. <laughs> right,
1: that I don't think you necessarily want your governor doing that.
0: And also, <laughs> what you do in your private life is fine, but as a public person keep your private life private don't once the cops are involved and we find out you're in a room with a bunch of naked guys it just seems like there's some sort of something shady going on there. yeah for sure So it doesn't matter that there's your sexuality is involved it just me it just seems like something's something's wrong i don't know can you it's so much different for girls and guys if my wife was bisexual i could live with that with no problem I mean, I don't want her messing around outside of our marriage, but uh, I, I wouldn't care that she did or that she was attracted to women. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the other way around, that's just a, it's a real deal breaker, I think.
2: So if she wanted to go to a meth party with a bunch of women down in South Beach, you'd be okay with it?
0: Meth party? No, yes. yeah, that's a, uh. the, yeah. well. See, the the thing is, is that uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I know. Yeah, I'm not saying her name, so not out. now there's a girl that told me one time that she. Although she's straight, she wanted girls to do stuff to her, so she took out an ad on Craigslist hmm. and said, looking for a girl to do stuff to me. And uh, they've been best friends ever since.
3: She wow. Found, she
0: found so how did that... you guys meet? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's I thought, and also, how, when she was like, uh, and then we've been best, the closest of friends ever ever since. And, of course, my response was, weird, that's how Pete and I met.
1: Uh-huh. But then I thought,
0: wouldn't that, that is so different. You could never, as a guy, be like, oh, "I'm straight." I was looking for a guy to do this to me, right? I, so I put an ad out, and me and Leo have been friends. Ever <laughs> <since>. It just <laughs> yeah. doesn't. It just doesn't work that way.
1: I, well, I, I mean, we have a similar interests. He likes doing that. I like having that done. Yeah. yeah,
3: and like that's the thing is, are they really friends, or is it just that the one likes that stuff and the no. other one is willing to do it? And They're our that's, best that's friends. Their...
1: Because the other thing about that is, you, you got to think that she absolutely hit the jackpot—one in a billion—of somebody who is normal that showed up from a Craigslist ad yeah. to go down on a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. – that's you would think shot. that there would be a bunch of monsters showing up and beast, and you're like, no, pass. But the one that shows up is the one that's like, hey, we have a lot in common.
0: Oh, yeah. On a side note. I searched Craigslist last night, and not one woman looking for a guy. No. Nope. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And I was if, like, it is, if That's part-time work. I'm available.
1: And if it is, it's probably that guy who called with the lady's voice at one time.
0: <laughs> yeah. that's still haunting. What's worse, that or the guy who claimed that he had his fake girlfriend in the car with him all the way up to the point where he, he tried to convince us he drove to the radio station? Well, thing. that guy's just oh
1: a liar. The other guy's is just, uh, you know, likes what he likes, I guess. That,
0: that guy who is, who is lying was such a liar. Guatemala and Gary. Guatemala yep. and Gary was such a liar that he, I, I think he didn't know how to get out of it. And instead of just letting it go, he just kept perpetuating it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it find out he's got like a long criminal record and stuff. And you're like, okay, that guy's just nuts. Yeah. That's a big difference. Somebody who, Sometimes it's somebody who's in too deep, and then it's sometimes it's
3: just a guy who's nuts. I think, yeah, and then okay. we never heard from him again.
1: I think the other yep. guy's in too deep sometimes, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: he texts me every once in a while. Guatemala Gary does? does? Guatemala and Gary, uh, yeah. What
0: does he tell you? Hey, seriously, though, my girlfriend's here now.
3: He did. For a little bit, he was like, oh, she's here. And then he would send me pictures of other girls. And I was like, hey, I'm pretty sure I could find all of these girls either on Reddit or on Instagram.
1: Yeah, not only is he a bad liar, he's a bad liar because don't shoot for the moon with that. I mean, he, you yeah. know, here's my girlfriend. She's a 14 yeah. and I live with my parents in a trailer. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, get out did. of here.
0: No, it didn't work. Uh,
1: so former Vice President Joe Biden will hold an event with veterans today in Tampa, one of two stops in Florida during his first public appearance in the state as, a, as the Democratic nominee for president. The 1.30 p.m. event will be at Hillsborough Community College. It's going to be a roundtable with veterans continuing his outreach toward current and ex-military members Last week, Biden's campaign released a 30-second digital ad aimed at voters who live within a 50-mile uh, radius of the military bases in uh, Florida, so McDill and uh, England Air Force Base, as well as long as the village, as, as well as the villages, which is a home to a large concentration of retired veterans.
0: I um, was driving yesterday, and I passed a place somewhere off of Armenia, I believe, uh-huh. in that Howard Armenia era area uh that was
1: uh (laughs) were you scoping out uh hollywood nights
0: uh yeah i did pass i did drive right (laughs) past it yeah (laughs) it was uh painted up on the window and it was a storefront that was la casa de biden Mm. the uh i guess it was an election headquarter area in in a hispanic neighborhood yeah i don't know la casa de biden i don't know if that just popped up because of today's visit or what the case is but um, I thought that was weird. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, sticking
1: with the presidential debate stuff that's happening, Tim Kennedy, who is a retired MMA fighter, uh, tweeted, he said on my podcast with Joe Rogan, he offered to moderate a debate between at Joe Biden and at real Donald Trump. It would be four hours with no live audience, just the two candidates, cameras, and their vision of how to move this country forward. Who wants this?
0: Nobody. To
1: which president Trump responded.
0: I do. Oh, Four hours. hours?
1: Yeah. Trump, uh, is, uh, Rogan said that uh, to avoid the bias in the media, he'd be happy to moderate a debate a, uh, between Biden and Trump. Here's actually what Joe Rogan had to say on the podcast. Take a listen to this.
2: I would want that. First of all, I'd want no one else in the room. And you would have to stream it live so no one can edit it. And I would want them in there for hours. I mean, we have the ability to have that. We're not talking about 1979. We're talking about 2020. If they wanted to do that, they both wanted to come here in Austin, sit down and have a debate, I would 100% do it. It would be the best way to find out. But I don't think that Biden can handle that. I I think Biden is, like, I think he's, I mean, people get mad at me for saying this. I think there's something wrong. And I don't think there's something wrong because I'm guessing or because I'm pro-Trump. I've seen him fall apart. I think yeah. I've seen him st- just talking. Not, he's had multiple brain surgeries,
1: so he doesn't think Biden would be up to it. But Trump said he was in.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, yeah, it'd be interesting that. to see. I don't know how they don't. I don't know how they don't do something with Rogan, being that he is the most popular person outside oh, because, of mainstream media right now.
1: Because he would want to do it without any controls where he's in charge of it and both teams would never allow that they'd be like Mm. no way are we doing that that's why you have the same people over and over again moderating the debate you know what i mean yeah yeah it's just boring and nobody follows up on anything it's not interesting Yeah. yeah i mean it's interesting but they're not interesting at all the you know people that are running for president that's interesting
0: so I, I would like to I'm really looking forward to the debates and some non-traditional debates might be better for yeah for Biden I think
1: uh, the first debate will be held on September 29th in Cleveland the second will be October 15th in Miami and then the third will be October 22nd in Nashville right. and hopefully maybe a fourth in Austin with Joe Rogan Not, <laughs> yeah, never never great. Never uh, so last night we had a double header for Monday night football the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the New York Giants 26 to 16. Uh, That was for the early game. And then the late game, it was the Tennessee Titans played the Denver Broncos in the second game for Monday Night Football. It was a nail-biter for the Titans fans since their kicker had missed all four of his earlier field goal attempts. And it came down to a field goal for the win. Did he make it or not? We have it up on Bone TV. Take a look at this. Here we go for the win. From 25.
2: All the way, and splits the uprights like he's been doing it all night.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, like he's been doing it all night. So the oh. Titans won, but man, missed four field goal attempts. What are you doing? And now is uh, Geo? Is that kicker? Is that Santos?
2: Did he play for the Bucks or no? Am I thinking of somebody else? Uh, no, I think he was on the Bucks for a, a minute. I actually. thought so. Yeah, oh, I know. Good now thing we got rid of him. We have suck up. Right. <laughs> who's the kicker now? And I think he missed one on this past Sunday. Uh Matt Gay is no longer here. I think he's floating around trying to get with another team. So Yeah, yeah the kids kickers are there's really not, you know, kickers are missing a lot of kicks lately it seems like.
1: It's unbelievable. Yeah, so this uh Santos did play with the uh, Bucks for 2018 season. Now he's on the yeah. uh, Now he's on the uh, Titans. And actually, I think they let him go after that game, I believe, or no, or I don't know. I,
2: yeah, that does sound familiar to me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) so pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't know how these guys are missing all the time. It's crazy.
0: Well, I mean, it it just goes to show you that if you have a little bit of a leg, keep it going in high school.
1: And the big thing about it is just consistency. You know, nope. you don't have to be Mr. I can make it from 65 or whatever. I mean, that helps, certainly, whatever. But if you're just, you're getting the extra points, you're getting them, you know, 35 yards and in, you're getting those all the time, if you have a good percentage, you should be in there for
2: sure because that there's was, a lot of guys missing. Yeah. That was the problem with Matt Gay. He had this huge leg. He could make like 55 yard field goals, but then he'd miss the chip shots, so he wasn't dependable. Well, who was the guy that the
1: Bucks drafted super high that like set every college record and then got, got into the NFL and he was like, I, for- I forgot how to kick?
2: Oh. <laughs> Roberto Agu- he, yeah, he was the all-time best football or college football kicker. He'd only missed two kicks his entire college career, and he came here and he was horrible. Yeah.
0: He's a sports psychiatrist, that guy, right? Oh, no, it was
2: mental. He's got the yeps. He's
0: got what, the ups. So, who is the kicker from the the Titans last night? That's Goskowski? No, that uh,
2: Santos. is Santos. Santos.
0: Who, who? I thought Titans had Goskowski from the Patriots.
2: Mm. No, not right now.
0: I thought they did. All right.
1: I don't know because I'm looking uh, at Santos and it says 2019 Tennessee Titans and then it says Chicago Bears 2020 to present. So is that him or no? I'm confused. I'm all confused now.
2: Oh no, the Titans is. uh looks like it is Guskowski. Ah. Oh. Okay.
1: Oh Jeff. I thought I heard.
2: Uh, this guy
0: knows football. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, all right. Got Sports.
0: It. Redeemed with with 25 yard winner after four misses. So Guskowski was the one That's who, who, was. who okay. he missed. Four after having a, such a solid career, missed four, yeah. field, four field goals. Yeah. That makes mental. it 100 times better. That's a oof wowza. Nice.
1: <laughs> uh, on Sunday, several NFL coaches were seen either not wearing masks or wearing them incorrectly. Uh, so yesterday, the uh, league said that, uh, quote, accountability measures will be imposed against anyone who violates the mask rule.
0: No, Bruce Arians didn't have it over his nose at all.
1: Yeah, I mean a lot of them, you know, are having the mask on and then they pull it down to yell in the, the in the player's face, <laughs> you know.
0: So yeah. I mean, there was but, one. I mean, but... he was over on the sideline, and I, I couldn't care less. But it was pulled down over under his nose the whole time. But he did, and they did comment. They were like, "There's Bruce Arians. He's this many years old, and he has some medical conditions. Wearing a mask and sunglasses to protect his eyes. Meanwhile, <laughs> the mask was pulled down below his nose.
2: Yeah, but my favorite they... was was uh, Andy Reid. He he had like the visor. <laughs> it was, oh yeah, he was fogging
3: up. He <laughs> was, was awesome. like a sma-
2: like Mysterio, like a spaceman. You couldn't yep. see his face.
3: But don't they are, aren't? Isn't like Bruce Arians already yelling in the faces of these players without master and practice and all that?
0: No, they don't do. They that. weren't. They weren't master practice. I mean, in the public
3: eye, yes, but you know, I mean, you got to imagine that they're. A lot of you know if there are anti-maskers in the everyday population, you, I gotta imagine there are anti-maskers in the NFL. The so, NFL
2: is being so crazy careful right now to keep it down to no zero cases. I don't, I don't think that's happening. One of the, they have those uh, those uh, chips in their jerseys yeah. that notify you if you're six feet within somebody, and like they're being super strict.
1: Uh, one of the Steelers' assistant coach was wearing his mask. He had like one of those uh, buffs on, but it was like. On his head and neck, it almost looked like he was a caterpillar. Like you could just see his face, yeah. and but it wasn't even covering his mouth. And I'm like, I don't know whether you know how that works. <laughs> it's not how that's supposed to go.
0: Uh, it's uh, people. People are picking and choosing what they want to wear, and they don't realize. Yeah. It's not helping.
1: Yeah, that's another thing is they should have uniform, like here's the mask that you wear. So right. everybody is wearing a proper mask. like they could have logoed and stuff, but it should be the same thing. Uh, a mix of old and young quarterbacks led the way in jersey sales to kick off the 2020 NFL season. Tom Brady was the highest selling jersey after week one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, followed by... His replacement with the New England Patriots, Cam Newton. uh, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and San Francisco 49ers defensive end Nick Bosa rounded out the top five.
0: All the people in Tampa that wanted uh, Brady jerseys, great. And then all the people in... New England, who were mad that Brady left when bought Cam Newton jerseys. Right, yeah. Now, uh, I bought my Gronk jersey the minute that they went on sale in April. How's it the fit? The minute that it went on sale. Looks still good? Still haven't gotten it. <laughs> oh. And I see people with Gronk jerseys everywhere.
1: You know what the thing is? Gronk is actually making them. He just doesn't have time. <laughs>
0: He's like, sorry, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey uh, hoppy. What's up? Good news Gronk probably has Asperger's too.
2: I would love to be like Gronk. When uh, Galvin calls me that, it's
0: not an insult. Right. You're you're like uh, your other Gronk. You're a bizarro Gronk. Could you imagine if we hung out? I would love to watch that show.
3: Me too.
0: Wouldn't it be great if you, Tom Brady and Gronk had their little feetsies in the pool? And here comes here comes Hoppy. Here it goes. Or what if you had me called Tom as
1: Gronk and see if he fell for it? You guys are voice twins. Like, if they had Gronk and Hoppy on a show, it'd just be, sup, dude. Sup. Mm. Sup, dude. Sup, dude. (laughs) Sup, dude.
0: For a half hour. Uh. Sup, dude. Sup.
1: Uh, There is a 19-year-old guy in Japan, and he has a thing for stealing women's thongs. Uh, So uh, a few weeks ago, he saw a thong, and guess what? He took it. It was hanging on a a balcony of the ground floor of an apartment to dry, so he snatched it and ran. But what he didn't realize was it actually belonged to a 38-year-old man. Uh, It was a man, Thong. The cops were able to identify the guy from security footage, and when they arrested him for theft, they also broke the news to him that it was a man's thong that he stole, and so whatever he's been doing with it, just uh, know that that was a man's thong. Uh, he was not uh, happy if about you
0: that. It. If you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. They if you don't it. know, you don't They know. smell it and you get a whiff of man.
1: Uh, we oh. got some pooping action to happen here. Someone broke into a house in Ontario, Canada in the middle of the night on Sunday. They didn't steal anything or break anything, but what they did do was poop in the dishwasher. <laughs> Why? Not cool, bro. The cops are trying to track the guy down.
0: Why the dishwasher? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Is that called something? Is there some sort of uh, urban dictionary thing we can look up? <laughs> yeah. you know, that is know. a so
3: horrendous upper decker. I could not imagine opening the dishwasher to find that. Oh,
1: yeah, right? Especially oh. if you already had clean glasses and stuff in there. Oh, my
3: God. I don't
0: know if anybody was just watching uh, Bone TV. But my Bucks flag just fell and hit the back of my chair and scared the living. <laughs> t- uh, <laughs> I mean? thought it was a ghost. I just jumped up in the air. I was like, what the hell was that? Uh,
1: so, from one pooper to another, a YouTube star apparently relieved himself on the driveway of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco residence during a live stream <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, you can straight. see the video on Bone TV there. Uh, in the video titled Poop Pelosi. <laughs> uh, a man who identifies himself as Armando walks through the streets oh, of San cracks. Francisco, yeah, in search of the speaker's <laughs> house. Once there, he sets up the camera across the street and stands on what appears to be Pelosi's driveway for several minutes. Several minutes. Eventually, uh, saluting his viewers before squatting down to poop on the pavement. After walking out of frame, he says, "That was for President Trump." Oh, oh
0: that's boy. dumb. Yeah, I don't care. It's a bold move. Care. Uh, I don't (laughs) care who you're supporting. You poop in my driveway, you're getting your ass kicked.
1: Oh, there is nothing I would like more to shoot somebody right in the back while they're pooping in my driveway. (laughs) And that's not a coward shot. You can shoot them in the back because you don't want to go around the front. (laughs) That's where the lemonade is. This is terrible. So think about it. We would be, uh, what, just three weeks away from our cruise right now if we were actually Mm. going? yeah. Yeah, well. Dozens of cruise ship employees who have been stuck on a boat off the coast of Brazil for the past six months oh, wow. are finally going to be able to go home today.
0: Do Ugh. you think they care? Yes. Why? But they Listen, were on They were stuck on it anyway.
1: Uh. N- well, ship employees. Yeah, but I. I don't know. They. They turn them out. You know. I don't know how many people work on there for how long. But you at least get to port you know, where it's going to be a new group of people coming on. So whether it's a week or 10 days or three days, you get to go and do some stuff, go shopping, go eat somewhere, you know, at least get off the boat and then get back on. I think that's a lot different than being stuck there for six months on a boat. God, that is brutal. I don't I don't uh, would not enjoy that at all. This, I think, is a genius idea, and I think we're going to see this popping up everywhere. So Pepsi just announced a new product called Driftwell, Mm -hmm. which is a relaxation drink that is supposed to help you de-stress and go to sleep. So the opposite of an energy drink. That's pretty smart. Basically, it's non-carbonated water in a can with a little bit of blackberry and lavender and some vitamins. Uh, And it helps you go to sleep. It's set to go on sale in December. Uh, There it is up on Bone TV. I bet you we see everybody jumping on this just like the uh, seltzer, the hard seltzer.
0: Yeah. I never realized how many uh, people have problems sleeping.
1: Yeah. It's a big, uh, big industry. People who sell all the different products to help you go to sleep.
3: It really yeah. is widespread. I was reading a thing that um, uh, Fox had about stress, why a lot of people aren't sleeping, especially now during the pandemic with uh, their mental health. They said that on average people are getting only about four hours of solid sleep, which is only one REM cycle, which, as you know, is terrible for your body and your mind.
0: I don't have any problem.
3: But are you hitting REM sleep? Like that's the thing is, if you're not hitting REM sleep, you could be sleeping for eight hours, but if you only hit one REM cycle, you know that's still only Spanish. A span. Of, I
1: yeah. will go to sleep sometimes. Like if I take a nap, I will go to sleep and I'll sleep for like an hour or maybe two hours. I feel like I had a whole night's sleep. Like I wake up and I'm like, "What year is it? Oh, yeah, see, that's
3: pretty good. Feels so I, good. Yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll I usually clock about five hours of sleep a night. But if I, don't, if, if I don't dream or anything, I, f- I do not feel well rested the next day. So that can't be good. But thank you for letting me share. I'll talk about dreams later.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I usually get about six hours of sleep a night, and then I'll usually take a little nap or nap in the afternoon.
3: Yeah, naps are a godsend.
1: Yeah, those are nice.
3: I don't, I don't take naps anymore. I don't yeah, but you, you
1: do. You just don't take naps on purpose.
0: You know what I mean? I don't like if I'm in the studio. I nap between commercials sometimes, take little power naps, but I don't do that now.
1: But, like, you took a nap the other day with Joey trying out for hockey. That's true. You know, so you a, get those little naps.
0: Yeah, I got about a half hour a little.
1: Mike gets nice naps when he's driving down Dale Bay
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm well rested <laughs> when I
1: get up. Uh, maybe uh, some of the NFL guys can look into this. Louis Vuitton is introducing a new item for their 2021 Cruise Collection. It is a high-priced face shield laced with their signature LV trim along the edges of their uh, plastic, and they have the headband as well, plus their well-known gold studs. Uh, We have a picture up on Bone TV there. It is supposed to hit the market next month, and it's only going to cost you about $961.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I'd I'd want that.
3: I think that's a waste. Yeah,
0: I think so too. A little Mm -hmm. bit of a waste for sure. Yeah, did you buy Spanish egg weights?
3: Yes, Uh, I did. Yeah, Galvin got those for me.
0: I just saw an ad for those. I like They're those. great. Yeah. Yeah, I they, love they them. It fit around your finger?
3: Yeah, so you they fit you put them on your middle uh, finger the loop and then you hold the egg obviously in your hand and for shadow boxing it's a uh, it's wonderful. Yeah,
1: it's got uh, good like tough rubber on there and yeah. so it loops around your finger. I got to tell you it comes with the egg and the rubber case is not on it. So you have to put it on it and oh man, that was a lot. of <laughs> That was a lot of work. That-
3: it was a Good lot of time. work,
1: yeah. But uh, those are pretty cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I bought, mine. I bought
1: Spanish some, and I bought some for myself whenever I got them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, all right. Uh, Carol Baskin <laughs> made her debut on Dancing with the Stars last night, but that wasn't the big deal. The big deal was her, fa- the family of her presumably dead husband Don Lewis, presumably murdered husband Don Lewis. They ran an ad during the show offering one hundred thousand dollar reward oh, really? for any information on his disappearance. Yes, awesome. uh, we have the commercial up on Bone TV. Take a look at this. This is uh, Don Lewis's family trying to get some. Oh, I'd have
0: uh, loved if I didn't know and I just saw this. I would have been losing right. My... Just popped up. Here we go. Check it out.
3: I'm Gail, one of Don Lewis's daughters. We are a real family, and to
2: us, he was daddy. I'm Linda, one of Don Lewis's daughters, and we miss our dad. I'm Donna. I'm Don
3: Lewis's oldest daughter. We need to know what happened to our father.
0: What's up, Donna? You all right?
3: I'm Ann, Don's former assistant. Back up, Donna. All we're asking is justice for Don.
2: Don Lewis mysteriously disappeared in 1997. His family deserves answers. They deserve justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? A $100,000 reward has been funded. You can call the TIP line at 646-450-6530.
0: Or call our office at 800-LITIGATE. Thank you. Interesting. Gio, you may want to get that attorney on the air. Yeah. Cool.
1: <laughs> what is going on with <laughs> everyone? I think
0: I woke you up on that one. Uh, I think he might be somebody worth talking to. I mean, they're, they're, st- they're not going to let this die. And the more that she's out there making money... The more they're going to try and go after. Her. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to believe. Carol Baskin doesn't seem like somebody that could commit a murder, but all signs are really pointing to some weird stuff.
2: But why do they wait to now to to bring this up? And now they're...
0: They know, probably to... were. They were probably bringing it up before, but nobody cared. Nobody knew who they were. Nobody paid attention. Yeah. But then right. it becomes the world's biggest uh, television show, and everybody's like, oh, man, we got a murder.
1: Sure. And now that she's on the uh, Dancing with the Stars, what more perfect time than to run a commercial during that, because everybody knows what she's about and knows the backstory.
0: And uh, don't forget the world's most uh, handsome and effective sheriff, Chad Connister. Uh, put out there that he was opening up that investigation, and they were, you know, if anybody, he, he, the rewards out there, and if he anybody had any clues or information, uh, it w- it was basically was reopened after after the uh, documentary came out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's some some answers there. I would really, if you, if I could pick one story that I would really like some closure to, is that um, uh, what was her name? The Eisenberg, Sabrina Eisenberg. Which was the one where the uh, daughter was missing, and then the parents were blamed, and then supposedly the father did cocaine, and something happened there, and they left the garage door open, and that was such a big story for so long, and then the Eisenbergs were in trouble, and they weren't in trouble, and it just kind of went away, and time went on, but they never found that baby, and they never know, you never know what happened to her, and and the Eisenbergs are still, you know, out and and free, and moving on with life and i wonder if they are innocent what that was like to not only go through to be accused of of you know having something to do with your own child missing uh, or if they were guilty and they got away with it do they still sweat it out every day wondering if today's the day they're going to get in trouble right no, i don't, i they really made it they made a case for it that he was doing cocaine and he was too rough with the baby, and they accidentally killed the baby, and then they made it look like the baby was kidnapped. But if they hid that, that body, they did a hell of a job because people were looking for years, and nobody found anything.
1: I got to tell you, from all the Dateline and uh, 2020 and different stuff I watch, plus the true crime like podcast, you do not want to go on trial because not only no. do people not know what uh, uh, with a reasonable doubt what that means, also there's been people either convicted with no evidence, uh, you know, and then they wind up coming out like 30 years later and they go, yeah, wrong guy, and that guy spent 30 years in jail. Gal- like, it's well, unbelievable
0: to me. Galvin, having been through a lawsuit, uh, you know, in the past couple of years with that Hogan thing, it is amazing how much e- e- the press and, you know, the people involved can manipulate with the way things look. I mean, it's over, and I, I know, I know exactly what the truth was from my end the entire time. But I wasn't allowed to talk about it. I'm still really not allowed to talk about it. Um, then everybody's like, you know, if you follow social media, they're like, oh, Mike's screwed now. They got his phone records. Well, okay. They had my phone records. And what happened? Right. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, Mike screwed because his email and his email here. And they had all the emails. And, and what happened? Nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's it just, it's it's based on how they sway the opinion. It's not based necessarily on the facts. And, and you know, there are sometimes in in some cases where you're I'm talking about other other cases here where there's a situation where you're so far into it and you're like well we can we can just settle and it'll be a lot cheaper to get out and then everybody just assumes after the settlement's over that you were guilty and you're like oh I wasn't guilty I just didn't want to pay 2 million dollars and then and then those people who who get out of it and uh, you know who who pay the money and they get out of it now they have to live with that for the rest of their life of people thinking that they were guilty you know, corporations that settle with people. Yeah. And they go, well, okay, we're going to have to pay each one of them $10 million or we could just write a check for $20 million now and call it even. And, and they write the check because it's cheaper. And everybody's like, they were terrible, a terrible company. Well, you don't, to, you don't know what the company did.
1: I got to tell you, if I was in the jury on a murder trial, I'd either be the best or worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think you would probably be the best because you'd want as many facts as you can get. Yeah, but also,
1: also, if I was like, listen, this guy, they have improved anything, whatever. They're like, but it's eleven to one. I'd be like, you're never changing my mind. Yeah. So there you, you go.
0: You really uh, once you until you go through it you don't really realize how how much is manipulated and how much people's opinions are are manipulated and that's really it's it really has very little to do with the truth it's about the manipulation yeah i mean in my mind i think that they that this eisenberg family that he did drugs and she was crazy. She had those crazy Sampaku eyes when she got mad. And they did something, but I don't know. They could have poor people probably went to bed and they forgot to close, close their garage door. Mm-hmm. I just have been uh, shaped by the media, you know, from what had happened over sure. the years. This is quite the, quite the story, and we'll never we'll probably never know what's going on. Also, the clip that Joe is showing right now, uh, it looks like that's Shepard Smith doing an interview with with the uh, parents of Sabrina Heisenberg. Did you see Shepard Smith left Fox some time ago and is now coming back on CNBC? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought when Shepard Smith quit, I thought it was because he was just done. I thought he was like, I got money. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. And then I saw an ad the other day. uh, He's coming up with a show on on CNBC.
1: Coming back. Speaking of coming back, Jeopardy! started again, airing yesterday. uh, But they had to make a few adjustments due to COVID-19. Here is uh, Alex Trebek explaining the different changes going on in Jeopardy! Take a look at uh, Bone TV as well here.
0: Welcome, 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 as Jeopardy begins its 37th season of original quiz programming. With a few changes having been made to adjust for COVID-19. The most obvious, of course, you can see right now. We have separated our lecterns
2: so to provide a little extra distancing, social distancing between the players. We have done the same thing for our staff and crew. We're trying to provide as safe an environment
0: as possible as we produce these new programs for your enjoyment.
1: Thank God Jeopardy is back.
0: Why didn't, uh, it's part of the, the thing him whispering? The, welcome, welcome, welcome. If he talks like that, it won't spread his germs, as far.
1: far. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe the chemo hurts his uh, throat. Why don't you just put a
0: glass in between the two of them? yeah uh
1: I also saw where a producer from Jeopardy said that no Ken Jennings is not going to be taking over his host, which makes me think Ken Jennings yeah. is going to be taking over He
0: didn't decide anything
1: yeah once you deny that, so that usually is the case mm-hmm. where it's like, oh okay, uh I got a little bit of this for you. Times turning into bad times because I think this is a terrible idea. Netflix oh. is going to do an animated reboot of the classic '70s sitcom Good Times. There's no word if any of the anyone from the original cast will do voice roles or anything, but uh, producers say it will be quote a little edgier.
0: Ugh. Okay, but dumb because you just come up with new ideas, right? Create new characters and come up with new ideas and do a show about a, a family that's growing up in the ghetto uh, with a militant brother, and then just come up with your new ideas instead of making cartoons.
1: Good times, except for they're animated. Mm. Like, who goes, oh, yeah, all right. Huh, nice. No, no
0: Netflix. They're like, I don't know how much it's going to cost. And they're like, probably $2 million. And like, what do we have? $700 billion. All right, give them the $2 million.
1: <laughs> Or they were like, how much is going to They wanted to do a remake. And they're like, How much is it gonna cost? And they're like, two million. And they're like, Can we do it like cartoon? Yeah, it'll be like fifty thousand.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh by the way, thirty seconds away from your first chance to win a thousand dollars.
0: Where's that kid? Where's Michael?
1: Michael? Oh, that that was the only thing he ever did, right? Michael. Michael. My, James
0: <laughs> Man.
1: Thelma. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I know what, I know what you're gonna say, Thelma. I love her.
0: Was hot. I love her. Uh but I don't know I don't know what happened to Michael. You never see him anywhere.
1: No. I think that was really the only thing. Like, everybody else did a little something afterwards. You know, some other people. Obviously, Janet Jackson went on to huge fame. But, uh, oh, we got to stop for this. Here we go.
2: Obviously, this is all about money. This hour's Bone bonus keyword is bath. (laughs) Text bath. Seven zero one two three before fifteen minutes past the top of the hour, and, and go, go get your, your thousand, thousand bucks.
0: Bunch. Powered by Achieva Credit Union. Let's go, fire it up, and win one thousand dollars. I wanted to come from this station this morning.
1: Uh, for the first time in its existence, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is going to be on TV only. So there will still be balloons and floats and performers but they won't walk through the streets, and there will be no spectators allowed. So I don't know. Well, if where will it be? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do it in a big, like, stadium somewhere or, like, some warehouse <laughs> or what exactly is going So on.
0: It, it's, what's fun about the uh, parade, if you go up there to watch it is the night before they stage all the balloons. Right. And they park them along the street, and it looks like one's eating the other one's butt the whole time. <laughs> and it's pretty funny to go take pictures and see all these giant balloons on the ground. So, but they, you know, they take up mile of uh, of city blocks. So, mm-hmm. are they gonna? Uh, where are they gonna run it? Where there will be no people?
1: Yeah, I don't know. On the field somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dirt rocker news: Aaron Lewis from Stained and Sully from Godsmack are launching a drive-in tour on October first. They're promising, quote, a special evening of hits, covers, and conversation with Aaron and Sully appearing together. On stage.
0: Aw. Yeah. I like them. I like them both. I had Sully on the podcast not too long ago, and uh, I've hung out with Aaron Lewis. I, he's a good dude.
1: Yeah, Aaron yeah. Lewis, if you go to see him, be ready to have uh, long stories about what you're doing wrong. And
0: Oh, and doesn't like his parents. Yeah. Don't be caught don't be caught by surprise. Not Loves a golf. His parents. Loves though. golf. And Thank weed. Loves uh, the weed.
1: Alex, uh, Alex, Axel Rose is no fan of uh, President Trump, but Trump is a fan of his. Yeah. Apparently, Trump thinks November Rain by Guns N' Roses is the best video of all time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even even uh, Slash, he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. In video. Hey, um, uh, damn it, you made me think of something and I forgot. Golf. Carry on. No. Stain,
1: <laughs> Aaron Lewis, Axl Rose, Alex Rose, President Trump, November Rain, yeah. All right, get back to me. Uh, In an Instagram post, Kid Rock went off about his support of President Trump, a documentary he's releasing that'll be accompanied by new music, and uh, one last monster tour he's going to do. Also, his hatred of the left-wing media, timeouts, and last-place trophies. Wow. Kid Rock. Still trying to stay relevant, huh, buddy? Good luck. (laughs) He's
0: relevant. I mean, Kid Rock will be remembered as one of the... Biggest yeah, rock star.
1: I, I think the big problem though is when he like turned country. I was like, "What are you doing?"
0: Yeah, but he found new success. On I agree with you. I mean, when he I mean, guy struggled to be a rapper all these years, and then all of a sudden he's a country star. Yeah, but I mean, you know, worked for him. He's made millions.
1: I uh, Chris Evans. Remember him? He uh, tweeted out his junk the other day.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought this was pretty
1: funny. He kind of kept on the down low for a little while. Then he tweeted out. Now that I have your attention, vote November 3rd.
0: <laughs> yeah, also that's a sign of a guy who's got a nice penis.
1: Yeah, and you know? a sense of humor, and he's like, whatever. It's so funny. Joe, if you have the tweet there, do you have that? So – uh one of the ones below it, and I don't know how far down it is. The guy's like, really, no apology for sending out a picture of your junk. It's like no.
0: an apology. Yeah. What do you? America you offended? doesn't
1: apologize. Were you offended right. by his wiener? Oh
3: my god! <laughs> I wish yeah. more
0: celebrities would show us their job. Yeah, who cares? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like I said, curious. If this is the new way for the Marvel and Disney people to break out of their contracts, I'm totally into it. Yeah, we thought it was. We thought that
1: was funny yesterday, Spanish. You don't have to try and do the joke again.
0: All right, I would would take a look at um, at uh, Ant Man as it gets bigger and smaller. Uh, Ant Man.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'd take a look at the Hulk. Yeah, oh man, what he's got going on. Hulk smash.
0: Hulk, Hulk, wiener no get big like body.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hulk's wiener is like the size of uh, uh, Eddie Murphy when he plays Gumby. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's what it looks like. Uh, and that is it for news. All Uh Hopefully we're getting a winner right now.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully
0: we'll, we got a winner coming through.
1: We'll know uh, probably about 20, 25 minutes.
0: Okay. We'll let you know who uh, who won. Hopefully it's a, a bone listener. And now uh, do we know where Dom is? Well, he's here. Do we know? Oh, he's back in Tampa? Yeah, he's back from Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Well, we'll check in with him when we come back from break. So the uh, phone lines are open. If you want to get on them and you want to speak to Dominic Ferriello, it's the Ask the Dom segment, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Get on the phone lines now. Before we go to break, let me tell you about my friends at Millennium Lawn, Landscape, and Nursery. If you have a property... Whether it be your residential property, some commercial property, or you have something that you just want to make your own private oasis, my friends at Millennium Lawn, Landscape, and Nursery will help you out. In fact, I want them to come and make my pool Look like a magical garden. Uh, They do it all. They'll go out there and do your lawn if you need somebody to do your regular lawn service or if you want to go and get uh, colorful plants put in. I I was saying this yesterday. I love to have colorful plants, but I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to plant them. And I don't know which ones live and which ones die and how often they have to be watered. These guys know everything. They could do your whole area for your business like they do golf courses and, uh, uh, you know, giant buildings and all that, but uh, they will also come to your home and they will treat it the same way. It's your own private area, but they will make it look exactly like you want it to. They do it all, anything that has to do with lawn, landscape, or nursery. You could actually go there in Odessa and just see all the acres that they have of nursery stuff. So residential, commercial, They even do uh, pavers and hardscape. If you've got a nice lawn, a nice setup, and you need outdoor lighting, guess what? They do that, too. Irrigation, drainage, sod, tree services, all of it. Fertilizer, pest control, Millennium Lawn, Landscape, and Nursery for your home or your business. All you need to do is give them a call, 813-920-8041. That's 920-8041, or MillenniumLawnAndLandscape.com. Give them a call. Tell them that you want them to come out, take a look at what you have, give you an estimate, and make your own private oasis at your house look awesome with Millennium Lawn, Landscape, and Nursery. We will take a break. Dominic Ferriello.